1: what's up cryptologic podcast and welcome to episode 204 of the cryptologic podcast today have a very special guest this is it's funny because this has been like three weeks in the making right (laughs) because we've been trying to get the scheduling together but we finally we finally got it going and uh, today I have Alan, the NFT guy, a.k.a. the creator of Slum Dogs, the Solana Slum Dogs and Crypto Cannibals. He is on Twitter at Alan the NFT guy. I'll link everything in the description below. His, his TikTok is slumdogs.eth, right, I, I, I believe? Yeah, that's my TikTok. Um, yeah, and that's where I found your your, your page and found how um, your content creation and everything like that. So without further ado, I want to introduce everybody to Alan. How you doing, my brother?
0: What's up, man? Good, man. Just got out
1: of the gym. Came in that's ready good. to make some content. That's good. That's what's up. So, like this podcast, how it flows, is usually I kind of just get like a gauge of like who you are, how did you get started in the crypto space? What made you start making content? Like, why did you what made you pull your phone out? to start recording and documenting what you're doing. So like, that's my first question. Like, like what is your story? Like, how did you get to where you are here? Like, what how did you become Alan the NFT guy? Like, what happened there?
0: So it's, kind of a, so it's kind of a funny story. So I have a, I have a graf- graphic design background. I've been a graphic designer for about 10 years. Okay. Uh, so I, I think, uh, so for me, I started August 4th was my first TikTok. But I think the NFT space had been around for a couple of, had been around for a couple of months. I know it had been around for a couple of years, but it had been around for a couple of months where it started to really pick up with like the Bordeaux Yacht Club and things like that. And so I follow a lot of influencers, so I'm very into self-development. So, like, yeah. Grant Cardone, Alex Maronzi, Gary Vee. Um, and so one of the biggest inspirations for me is, like, Gary Vee. And too, yeah. I've been following that for years. And I remember I saw a post where he said that NFTs are like humans discovering fire. Wow. And I, I thought that was a very huge claim. And and <laughs> I kind of thought, I'm like, okay, why is... Why is Gary Vee saying that NFTs are the equivalent of humans discovering fire? Like, that's huge. Like, that's got to be something really big. And so for me, I kind of made a decision to say, you know what? Like, I need to figure out what this space is all about. And when it becomes bigger, I want to be that guy. Like, I just want to be the guy that people come to for art, for whatever I decide. I didn't even know what I wanted to do at the time. I just wanted to be the source of information so that when it's a thing, maybe companies or people want to work with me and talk to me and and two so that i can kind of learn about the space and so august 4th i made a i made a tiktok called alan the nft guy uh, pretty much knowing absolutely zero about <laughs> nft yeah um and so what i did is whenever i would learn things in the space i would just make content on it so let's say i made a wallet i would just start talking to people like hey this is how you make a wallet and this is a metamask and this is what nft stands for and so I was just really like slowly like talking about NFTs in general and what they do and the ecosystem and everything. And so as I progressed through creating content on TikTok through it, I, I figured at first I was thinking, I was like, well, NFTs are like JPEGs. It's graphic design. So I was like, well, I'm a graphic designer. Why don't I just start to sell my own collection? And so what I did is I I would start to create content around like nfts but also like hey guys by the way like this is my ideas these are my projects if you guys want to buy them like go ahead and so what ended up happening is at first i didn't really know how nfts worked so i would make like a shit ton of collections i have probably like 40 collections that i haven't even done um and so like for me it was like every time i had an idea i would go and make content around it, or i would go make it a collection Mm-hmm. and it probably wasn't until like my 20th one that i did that it was crypto cannibals and that was like the only one that made money i was like the only one i remember the first day i launched it it was on september 29th of last year i made a thousand dollars in one day and i was like mind blown i was like what the fuck like so i, I work at Chili's, bro and and for me at the time like i probably make like 600 bucks 500 bucks a week and I remember I made a $1,000 in one day selling, like, graphic design. And I was Chained like, what everything. the fuck? Like, yeah, no, bro, I was crying, dude. I was literally, there's a video of me. Uh, I can't find it anymore because I got deleted. But, yeah. yeah, bro, I was crying. I was like, what the hell? Like, this is insane. So, for me, like, I come from a very, uh, I wouldn't say poor family. But, like, we're were growing up, like, I used to live in a trailer for a large percentage of my life. So, like, it for us to come across a $1,000, it was really unheard of. And and so for me, it was like really like that kind of like sparked uh, uh, an obsession. And so so what I did is I, I started to make content even more and more. I would wake up at six in the morning, get on live, get on TikTok, create content, do videos all day, just all day doing all this stuff. And I remember I was still working at Chili's at the time. And I was thinking, I was like, OK, I sell like one or two a day, which was about like 150 bucks, 300 bucks that I would make every day selling these NFTs. And I used to think like if I dedicated 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week to this every single day, like I think I could sell a lot. Mm. And so I after a couple of months of doing it, I, I just decided to go all in. I quit Chili's and I just kind of never looked back. I, 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 you know, just went all in on content creation, building my my start is very unique because, like, for my cannibals, that's what I used to sell. So what I used to do is I used to make uh, TikToks, and um, when people would go on my TikToks, they would ask like for requests. So they would say, "Hey, can you make a Deadpool version of your cannibal?" And oh, be all right, cool. I can make a Deadpool. Yeah. And then uh, someone would ask, "Can you make Goku?" And then I'd go make a Goku. And so what would happen is nine times out of ten, the people that would request like the art, they would go and buy it. And, and so essentially that's what the OG cannibals are. They're 500 pretty much one of ones like literally almost every single cannibal is, is, is one in one It's like, custom, they're all rare.
1: They're all
0: yeah. Yeah. And so it was like selling them custom pieces. And so what I did is probably over the course of five months, I sold 500 cannibals like literally every single day for about fucking eight to 12 hours a day, literally selling custom made NFTs every single day growing my discord growing the community and and just really from the ground up I mean I don't think I have I don't even know if there's anybody in the space that has kind of like the way I started it's a very unique uh very well, unique way of kind of getting into the space that's amazing I, I like to, to, to just say what you just said at the
1: end I think yours is very unique because you came from from nothing like in and if you look at the if you zoom out you can't you entered the NFT space. You didn't have a brand already. You didn't have you know, you weren't like Chris Brown dropping his NFT, not even able to sell out. Right. I saw people were talking yeah. about that. You you. No one knew who you were. Essentially, you just like, hey, this is this is what I'm going to offer. This is what I do. And you built it from scratch. And that, like the potential and the, the ceiling is like limitless. And what you've already accomplished so far and like, what is it less than a year now? It's like this year was when you started. Or was it last yeah. year?
0: about uh about ten months yeah ten months we've published we've helped publish about six collections they all sold out and we've published probably about ten total <laughs> and and then I just launched the marketplace two days ago yeah I want to we sell
1: I want to talk I want to
0: talk about that later because I saw
1: your your uh, posting about it and I remember I I did your comment I was like this is the time when builders build you know like this is this is the time where everyone's scared and running away we build during this time when the euphoria comes back. You take off. And that's why like what you said. I was like, man, it's inspiring because you came in, you were working, you had another job, you know, a regular job and it just changed your life. Like, and that's what Gary, I remember learning about NFTs when Gary V said it. And I, and I call it people who listen to Gary V like Gary V babies, because we all kind of like respect what he says and what he does in regards to entrepreneurship, finding your passion and getting basically getting paid to live your life. Right. Being free. And people who are, like, attuned to that, we kind of, like, align, right? You connect. And when I saw you on your journey, I was like, man, this guy is going in. Like, he's going in on what he's doing. And I honestly didn't fully grasp, like, what you were doing. I was like, I need to talk to this guy and see what he's doing because this is this is something that could change the world for a lot of people because your story can inspire other artists. Like, you went from working at Chili's, to doing what you love, designing digital art. It's almost like a tattoo artist, right? And then they have like your tat. If you're a tattoo artist, you're limited to your physical location and people having to come to you or you come to them. This is, this is addicting to some people like getting custom art, you know, and you're able to just create art and send it to people with a click of a button. And that's how I feel like that's how you're able to, you've been able to grow your community and grow your reach and everything like that. That's amazing. That's like, that's super dope, bro. That's like inspiring. So, in that regard, so when you started doing this, did you already have, like, your end goal and plan or are you just going with the flow? And then how, uh, how, how did you get to where that was to the point of building this marketplace? Like, I want to talk about that marketplace. So how did you figure that out?
0: So when I started, I <laughs> uh, be honest, I had absolutely no idea what NFTs really did. I was like, all right, like, people buy art and that's yeah. what I do. And so I, I started selling a lot of custom art. But then as I got into the space, I got introduced to things like, oh, you need to have, like, utility and value and Discord and mm. do stuff. So then I was like, okay, like, what what am I doing? What am I creating? Oh, well, I'm creating these cannibals. So, by the way, cannibals is a it's a NFT fashion skateboard brand. Um, I, I started cannibals when I was 18. I'm 27 right now. Um, I don't know if you can see it on there, but you can see it, like, on my – right. uh, yeah, but I, don't really, I don't even really tweet on it on that much. But you can click like the website and you can see a little bit about it. But um, so essentially what I did is um, when I was 18, I made a brand called Cannibals and it was a skateboard brand. And so then that's what I it was like, okay, just make a skateboard brand again and launch it as a, as a project. And so I, I started to, again, create like the content around like crypto cannibals, things like that. But again, I think what people like misunderstand is like, I'll give you an example. When I started, I really didn't have an idea of what to do. I was like, okay, do a, B and C. And this is the dream. And you put out a roadmap, which is, you really like your, your, your vision for your project. Mm-hmm. And so what I did is I started to execute on it. And I've like, I've done, I have like a couple of, I've done skateboards. I've done merchandise. I've done hats. Uh, I've done shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone to NFT NYC. I've sponsored NFTSD. Um, And so what we did is I just kind of like, it's a lot different than a lot of roadmaps because the things that I want to do are super huge. Yeah. Uh, And, and it's funny because like, for me, it it took me a while to do what I do. Like I I always tell people, like, I think I'm like the most successful, unsuccessful NFT artist. (laughs) And the reason I say that is because like, I don't have, my project's not sold out. I planned, I planned to make 4,200 of these cannibals, And, um, I, so I made 500 like handmade ones. And then I thought like, I can't do that for all 4,200. So the rest of them, I made them on a smart contract and in the smart contract, there's 3,700 cannibals available. Those are the V2s and I haven't sold those out. And so for me, like I, even like today, like I still grind that shit every single day working for it, but it's cool because like my, my floors have maintained throughout the entire year. I only have about 20 cannibals listed right now. My V2 floors are up. My Slim Dog floors are up and I'm not even sold out. And I think I, I like to think like, okay, like why is that? And I, I really think it has to do with like, because I'm very a uh, public figure as far as like, I'm always in discords. I'm always on TikTok, I'm always on social media. I'm always on Twitter. And it gives people the opportunity to conversate and talk to me on another level compared to like maybe other creators where let's say you're in another project and you just don't fuck with them anymore and you leave. Right. And whereas to me, you can kind of like, Hey, Alan, like what's going on? And I have a question and ta. Da, da, da. and because I'm very interactive with my audience and the people that are in my community, it allows me to create like an actual, an actual community. It creates a foundation of, yeah. of people that like, you know, you trust you and have grown with you. Right. Like I've had, I have people on my social media that have been with me since I made my first TikTok and, wow. and it's the same thing for them. Right. Like they see the journey they see. And bro, I've cried on live. I've fucking, I've done a bunch of shit because I care about people. I care about, you know, the people that interact with me. I care about, you know, people that are in my circle for me. It's, it's a lot more than just NFTs. Like I want to, I want to inspire. And I think I have, like, I, I have a lot of people that have created their own projects, but just because they saw me create mine. And, and so like, they've, they've been inspired to kind of like follow their journey. And for me, I've always tried to kind of like follow that route, like always trying to preach as much like positivity and, you know, encouragement and, and, but also re- also helping people recognize that it takes a lot of work. Yeah. Like, you know, when people and that, and that's the thing I think like most people don't understand. And that's why I created the marketplace. And also, like for me, it's it's about I think the teams that are going to really thrive in the NFT space are the ones that are able to adapt and evolve to current market conditions. I think that if, if the team is not. So I'll give you an example. Let's say I say I tell my community, hey, guys, we're going to do metaverse. Right. Cause that's the meta. Everyone else is doing metaverse. That's what we're going to do. Um, if I just solely focused on that and the metaverse crashed and it's not a thing anymore, but I was just so, so just, just stuck on that idea of metaverse, I would have failed because it's not what works now. And so teams have to be able to adapt and evolve with current market conditions. And so for me, what PFP DAO and what this PFP marketplace is, is, is that it's an adaption and and evolution of my community and what I've done. And so what we do now is, um, I I really focus on my strengths. So like right there, like go down a little bit. You can see, um, those are uh, some of the collections that we've helped publish go up, go up, uh, right, right there. Mm -hmm. So like slum dogs, the cannibals, the creamy friends, nodi gang. And then I have like the high Indians, we designed all of those collections and they all did well. I mean, the Creamy Friends did 700,000 out the gate. They sold out. Naughty Gang sold out within 2 minutes. They did great. My Slum Dogs sold out, my Cannibal sold out, High Indian sold out. And so for me it's like, okay, what are you good at? And for us, like we're really good at art. I feel like I have an excellent grasp of good quality like illustration. And so I wanted to play on that strength. And so what I did is PFP uh, marketplace, what it is, is it's creating a Web 2 graphic design company for Web 3. And yeah. so, what I'm doing is, I, I noticed that a lot of problems with the Web 3 space is they're contingent upon market conditions. And so, what that means is, if the marketplace, if the NFT space is doing bad, your NFT is going to do bad just by default, because that's just what NFTs are. Like they go yeah. based off if Ethereum's high, your NFT is worth more. If it's low, your NFT's worth less. And so what this is, is it allows me to create a web two business and then incorporate web three into it. And so what we do is instead of competing against other people, we, we collaborate with them, right? So like let's say, John, let's say you wanted to make your own collection. And this is this is one of the big problems in the space that a lot of people don't realize. Um, it, it's hard. It's hard to market, it's hard to get your face out there, it's hard to create good quality design. It's hard to run a Discord. It's hard, and it takes money, too. Yeah. Um, and so for us, we help people navigate that. I, I, I've seen, so I'll give you an example. Since I've launched, I've probably inspired, like, seven people to make their own collections. I don't even think, like, any of them have sold over, like, two Ethereum. And I'm not wow. saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just <laughs> saying that, like, and I, I try to sit down and think, like, why can't they sell to Ethereum, but every project that I put out sells out? And there's a, there's because there's a lot of factors that go into it. It's it's graphic design. It's money into marketing. It's it's your reach. It's your it's your audience. It's the people that like you, know you trust you. It's your Discord. And so like for us, that's what PFP Market is. It's we help you um, we help you purchase high quality IP. So like let's say John, let's say you wanted to purchase a project, right? Let's yeah. say you wanted to make your own, right? Um, so what we do is we sell, so those are the collections that are available for purchase right now. Any of those, they're all available for purchase. So let's say you just click on that ape style and you're like, or that party cat and you're like, yo, this is super dope. I really love fuck with the art style. You can purchase the IP to it and you own it. It's yours. It's yours. And so then what we do is we sit down with you and we help, uh, uh, obviously like if you don't want to think of the traits, we'll do them for you, but we sit down with you and like, okay, what kind of traits you want? How do you want this to set up? And what we do is we create the traits, the metadata and all that. And then we also guide you. We're like, okay, you're going to need this. You're going to need to reach out to these people. You're going to need to market this way. You're going to need to talk to this. You're going to need to set up your discord this way. And so what it's doing is instead of you creating your own project with no idea, no experience, no connections, no art experience, we're kind of shortcutting that. It's like we're going to do all that for you to give you a higher likelihood of succeeding in the space. And and that's essentially what we do. I mean, we, we've, we've helped six projects launch. They all sold out right away. They all made money. They all made 10 times more than what they paid us to create the art. Um, and, and, and that's what we do. And it is kind of, so you can wow. click on that again, if you want to see it, the cheapest one that we sell them for five grand cheapest, like that's the cheapest you can get one. What? Cheapest you can get one, Yeah. That's, that's the cheapest amazing. you can, that's the cheapest you can purchase the IP and it goes all the way up to 20 grand. It just depends on, it just depends on like how much you want in the, like how much images you need, how much marketing yeah. you have. And I think again, that has, that's a big, that's a big, they're all going to be five grand. That's like the starting price. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. So, um, so once some purchase the IP, we take it off the marketplace and they own it forever. And now we help them navigate the space, help them launch the project or whatever, whatever we need to do, whatever they pay us for. And we help them navigate through that. And, and it's really like, um, I mean, we have, a, I mean, I like to say if you if you look at the stats, like, like I said, every single collection that's ever hired us has all made their money back in ten tenfold. Creamy friends, 700,000 out the gate. My cannibals have sold up to a hundred thousand, depending on what ETH is. Noti gang, they've already done like a market cap of like 150,000. They did a, they had a top range of 20 soul floor high Indians did 90,000 the first day. Uh, the cool. Solana slum slim dog did, did about 52k so it's like every every project that works with us definitely makes 10 times more than what they pay us to make the art yeah um, and so we have a value we have a service that we can provide people but it's valuable it works and we understand how it works and i think like most people what they do is they again they don't have an understanding of good quality art they don't know how to market they don't know who to talk to they don't know how to you know, set up a discord. And so for us, like we help you navigate all of that to give you a higher likelihood of succeeding. Now I will say this, 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 this stuff is not for the everyday average person I'm selling to business. I'm selling to DGENs. I'm selling to web three enthusiasts and business owners because that's what I'm marketing to marketing people that have 20, 15, dollars laying around. They're like, I want to start a project. Um. And again, and, and that's what we do. And then if you don't like any of the IP that we have available, you can request to hire our team. And then we can kind of look at what you have going on and just kind of help you navigate the space and help you, uh, again, give you a higher likelihood of succeeding when you're, you know, going to launch your own project. So these are ready-made um, NFT
1: collections ready for your team to scale and take it to the next level if someone were to just say, hey, I want to own this yeah, IP. So,
0: like, yeah, so let's say you purchased the IP for the Party Cats. Um, we would, we would set up zoom meetings with you and then say, okay, you own, this is your art. This is 100% yours. How much do you need? Because if you, if you only pay the five grand, you're only getting a thousand images. That's the most it goes up to. If you pay 10 grand, it'll go up to 5,000. If you pay 20,000, you get 10,000 images. It just depends on what you need. Okay. Um, let's say you're okay with the five grand um what we do then is create a plan with you it's like okay do you have a discord no do you have a social media no do you have blah 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 no okay cool we help you set up all of that so that we can begin to market because obviously even if someone purchases the ip they're not going to launch it tomorrow yeah they can't you need a you need to build up the you need to build up the hype and so we would kind of like help you navigate that help you navigate how to promote yourself on social media we'd connect you to web3 devs we'd connect you to marketers And again, I tell people like it costs money. It costs money I'll give you an example. The project that I've launched that cost me the least, the least was $8,000. Like that's that's the least I've spent on launching a project. It's the least $8,000 is the least it's cost me to launch a project. And I had to pay $32,000 after it launched to marketers, developers, community managers, um fucking i had two web devs on it um i had a i had a marketing team that had four people on it so i had to spend if you count it all bro i had to spend a total of forty thousand dollars just to get the slim dogs launched wow like it 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 costs money like people underestimate how much money it actually costs to launch a project and i think that's why a lot of people fail and and i also tell people like you need two things to be successful in the nft space Number one, you need an audience. Like, you need an audience. If you don't got an audience, don't even try to launch a yeah. project.
1: Start building build your money. audience first.
0: Yeah, yeah you got to build. You got you to gotta have people that like, know, and trust you. And number two, you need money. And if you don't got money, you need an audience. If you don't got an audience, guess what? You need money. That's yeah. literally it. Like, there's no one of the two. There's no secret fucking formula. There is no, like, how. No, it's literally either you have an audience or you have money. And I'll give you an example. Uh, creamy Friends. They're the most successful that we've uh, we've done work for. They did about, I think, like 700, 600,000 launch day. Um, but their marketing budget was 50 grand. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he put in $50,000. And I, I'll give you this he put in $50,000 in marketing spend before he even launched it. He had a Discord with 40,000 followers and he had a TikTok with uh, 150,000, 200,000. So it's like <laughs> he has the formula to launch a successful project, right? He has both, yeah. Yeah, and so then you have like someone like the High Indian who spent $0 on marketing, but he had an audience of people that liked, knew, and trusted him. Of He has like 120000 and he was able to sell out because he had the audience, again. So you either have the audience and the money, or you have one or either, and you can't. If you don't have either, you're going to be in for a lot of hurt. You're going to be in for a lot of... It's not going to it might work out but it's very highly unlikely that it won't
1: wow and these are this is amazing so this is all stuff this is something that came from your initial beginning when you first your when you sold your first nft and then you got to this point where now you have a full-fledged business that's going to help scale other nft projects and help other people build their platforms that's amazing that's like this is just like this is only the beginning to where of the potential of what can be from this because this is this is huge. This is huge, and it's like crazy because, like at any time during your journey, I remember seeing that you could have stopped or you could have a lot of people would have de- been derailed. Like you got your TikTok, what um when you were going live, you were giving away NFTs, right? Or what were you doing? Yeah,
0: that's what happened. Yeah, uh, I, I was doing a live giveaway, and they just like fuck you, done. And then all your
1: audience was gone, and I remember <laughs> we follow each other, and then the next day, it's like this person is no longer just. I was like, wait, what? what? happened? It was like he's. I was like, I was like, what? And then you, then I saw you pop up on the new one, and I was like, man, like, tell me what that what that experience was like, because this is this is amazing. Like you, this wasn't around yet. Like this wasn't created yet. You could have stopped, or you could have said, you know what, this is this is this is horrible, or you could have done something completely different. That's crazy. Like that probably sets you up to this point. Like what, what what was your thought process around that time? Like. Did you think so I'll give an example.
0: Or? No, so I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, I'm 27, right? I'm 27 years old. Um, I, I've, been, I've been seeking personal development for over 10 years. I have I, I go to like Gary V events, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, uh, 10X, all that shit. And so for me, I'm used to failing. I don't know how to yeah. explain it that way. Like, like, so me, failure, I don't really see it as a set. I It's not really a setback. I think it's more like a setup. Like, okay, learn, adapt, evolve. And 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 people think like, oh, I was able to be successful over the course of one year. No, it took me ten years to get here. It took me ten years of failing, yeah. ten years of struggling. I used to do door to door. I worked at Chili's. I fucking had a social media company. I had a gym. Like I was fucking failing left and right, like trying to figure out what I needed to do to succeed in life. And so when when my when my TikTok got taken down, it was nothing new. I was like, yeah. all right, bet, fuck, it. I'll do another one. You can't stop me. Like what the fuck, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and and that's how I see the space. That's how I see the world. And 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 again, I tell people like it's not that we're the best and we're gonna succeed because we're the best. We're gonna succeed because I'm persistent and I'm not gonna stop. That's it. It's hard. It's hard to beat the person that doesn't stop. It's hard to beat the person that keeps showing up every single day because it is what it is, you know. And those and to me, you know, when I grew up chasing personal development and watching Gary Vee. And Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone, they all tell you the same shit. They're like, you got to hustle, you got to wake up. And when it gets hard, you got to do it again. And you got to wake up the next day and do it again and again and again. And so for me, I had a little bit of base that I was able to create a foundation off of. Right. And, and trust me, my slum dogs the other day were 0.28. I have people on my discord, bro. And it's the truth. I have people on my discord and they go into other discords. They start talking shit about me. Like Alan's a scammer. He's a rug puller. He's a blah, blah, blah. I've been in the space every single day for the last year. Right now, my floor is yesterday. It was one soul, but you need, you see what I'm saying? Like to me, it's nothing. It's like nothing new. It's like, all right, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Continue to provide value as much as I can. Even if my floor is low or I got to get it up, whatever I got to do. It's like a, it's like a, I don't have options. That's how I look at it like you, you have no choice. You have to either make it happen or figure something out. And and that's how I live my life. And that's what got me here. And so I know for a fact that I'm right. I know for a fact that if I'm consistent, I'm persistent, I keep going, I keep pushing myself, I keep going to new limits, like I'm unstoppable. Like nothing can stop me because I I, I proved myself right. And the hardest part is not getting there. The hardest part is like, bro, I'll give you an example. I went to, uh, I remember I went to a Tony Robbins event with negative 300 bucks in my bank account negative 300 bucks. And, and I thought to myself, I remember I told a friend, I was like, look, and I showed her my bank account. And I was like, I have negative 300 bucks. And I'm going to this fucking Tony Robbins event. And she was telling me this was like five years ago. And she was like, well, like, you know, I I love what you put out. I love how you are. I love the motivation and shit. But you know, it's hard to believe when your bank account looks like that. And I said, and I told her, I remember I told her, I was like, that's the beauty of it. I believe it. I believe I'm gonna get there. I believe I'm gonna get there. Bro, I have a tattoo watch and I'll show you. You can't really see it. So like right here, you can't see it, but this tattoo right here. Yeah. It says it says I always knew in Arabic. And it's on the left wow. side of my heart. Um and so for me, I got this tattoo when I was dead broke. I got it when I was dead broke. And so for me, it's like when and I'm not even close to where I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna die a billionaire. Like I for sure, I don't know how, but I'm gonna figure it out. But I think I'm going to die a billionaire. I, I just know. I just know. And I don't know how to explain to you why you or how, for, but I just think that, You're just waiting for reality and, to catch up to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so for me, I got this tattoo when I was broke because I want to get to the point where I'm making millions and billions. And I tell people, like, I believe in this shit when I had nothing, when I had nothing. When There was nothing there. But I just believed in it so much that I nothing could stop me. And I also do a lot of shit that makes me, like, reinforce those beliefs. Like, why would I get a tattoo if I'm not going to go yeah. do shit? An like, like my guy's gonna be a oh I got a tattoo because it's funny no you got a tattoo now you got to prove it you got to prove it to yourself you got bro one time in college I stood up I swear to god I stood up in front of the class you know like when they make introduce yourself like, yeah hey, introduce yourself I swear to god I'm not even lying I stood up in front of the class and I said my name is Alan Reyes I know you don't know me but in eight years google me and you'll know who I am that's what I said <laughs> that's what I, that's all I said I said that shit. I sat down. You're some all, kids started laughing. Yeah, bro. Some kids started fucking laughing. I was like, I, I don't give a fuck. I know where I'm going.
1: And it's already like you're already getting to that point. You're already building the infrastructure to for that to actually that that's going to be a reality to to them. It is a reality to you already, but for them, it's it's going to be a reality because you're you're already doing what is required to get there. People are going to come to you for this type of knowledge for the NFT space and how to build from ground zero and stuff like that because you're you're going to be one of the pioneers of this. Like, Gary V, he went on and it's like, well, I'm going to launch my NFT project, and he did, and then he launched his first utility-based event with it, and the NFT was the tick for, for a VCon. Like, that was something that he talked about, and people didn't understand it, and then he la- he, he did it. So, but, you know, and, and what you're doing is going to, it's going to, pay off in the next like two, three, five years even to where people are going to start going, well, wow, like, how do I do this? Like, how do I start this journey? How do I build my own website or build my own marketplace or whatever the case may be? And it's amazing because we're still so early. Like, that's what I think. I think we're still so early Open OpenSea literally only has ETH ETH or Solana. Like, there's still many other platforms out there or uh, layers out there, layer ones out there that can provide NFTs like XRP. Um, hbar avalanche like there's so much more to come and more, so many more creators and so many more artists and developers that are going to be into, running into this space and you're going to have the platform to to accept you know what i'm saying everybody from developers all the way to people who just want to get their own ip started so that's huge and that's why i was like the builders are building during this time and i was like i don't know what you're building i was like i don't know what it is but it looks like it's dope and i was like i need to figure out what this is like i want to learn about it like that's awesome that's dope bro like like super super excited for your future that's that's amazing so i was gonna i wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. about your community right so you said when you started your community or you know your journey what you were doing was just kind of documenting stuff that you learned so yeah and that was on your first tiktok and you were doing um documentation of, this is what I did, this is my uh, NFT, I sold my first one, etc., how do you make a wallet, etc., and people started following you, right, And where they ask, They were asking questions, I, I assume, like, how do you do this, how do you do this? Yeah. And what, when you started doing the live streams, like, what was that all about? I, I, I think I was, like, on the tail end of it, so I remember being in one, and then kind of seeing how, how lit it was, and then it just, you know, went away, and I know, like, okay, well, TikTok doesn't like people f- getting free stuff, I guess, right? It's stupid. So, yeah. What 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 did you do with those lives? Like for anyone that wasn't able to be a part of it, right?
0: Like what what was that like for you? Um, so how how do you mean? Like what did I do for the people that weren't a part of it?
1: Like because I know <laughs> that your audience, whoever like was gonna watch this or something, they know because they were there. So anyone that was yeah. um that's watching this that wasn't a part of those lives, like what what were you doing in those lives? Like what was those lives about? Oh, so
0: I so I would go live every single day. Yeah, and yeah, really yeah. what I did is I would just have, like, my iPad. I have, like, my iPad and my pen and stuff. And I would just be recording, like, myself drawing. So I'd just be drawing, and then people would come in and be like, oh, what's up? Uh And just fucking hanging out. And then while I'm doing, like, a cannibal, someone would, that's what I'm saying, like, someone would be like, oh, make a fucking Hulk. And I'd be like, all right, bet. So i fucking start making the (laughs) make I would make the Hulk on live, and then I would mint it on live. And then they would go, and then normally the person that asked for the art would go and purchase it.
1: And you and it was like from beginning to sale or whatever from beginning
0: from mint. yeah like the whole thing literally like, like from it. yeah they saw the design process the mint the publication and then they would go and get it it's funny because I would have tight. people like wait I don't have money in my fucking wallet yet like don't post it like <laughs> shit like that <laughs> that's and so like
1: yeah that see that's that's what I wanted to know I'm like okay like I want to know because you were drawing I was like all right were you like talking and just chilling like you're probably playing music like, that's lit that's yeah. tight.
0: That's Yes, yeah, so we I listen to a lot of like Alan Watts, Ram Dass and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, I will tell people and and so I was very honest from the get-go like I live at home with my mom and shit. Mm-hmm. So I would tell people like, "Guys, I fucking live at home with my mom. I fucking I love to listen to rap and all that shit, but I like Ram, Ram Dass and Alan Watts a lot." Mm-hmm. And so like I literally have like so many lives where I'm just chilling listening to like Alan Watts which is a philosopher, but like he'll be like in the background and I'm just chilling drawing and then people will be talking about their life and what they got going on. And just just kind of vibing with me, just working, and just chilling, hanging out. Uh, a lot of times I smoke weed, so like I'd be high yeah. on the streams. That's so, bro. That's what I was trying to like, cause that's
1: that's like basically what I was trying to ask. But I know how to like not not the weed, but like like the whole process of your live stream, because that's tight, like that's unique and that's like organic. Like you're just chilling, people just come in, and that's what live streams are supposed to be about. Just people vibing. And people that they follow, like, oh, how you doing, man? Like, what's up? Like, you just have a chat. The chat's rolling in, questions rolling in. And that's tight that you're doing a live drawing and you mint it. And you, they, people see the process, like, oh, wow. Like, like NFTs are, all, like, people fall in love with NFTs even more. And they're building that that gain, that trust with you. And, hey, join the Discord. Join the Discord. Yeah. That's, and one other thing, right? The thing I want to talk about is Icy Tools. And I got this from you. I gave you credit. I was like, oh, this is what this is like when I started talking about NFTs, I'm like, this is where I got um, this site from it was from Alan the NFT guy, right? And I remember you posting a TikTok and giving people plays saying, Hey, this so, like a reason why the volume or whatever the case, somebody just tweeted this out, whatever the case may be. Say, hey, this thing is probably gonna da da. And then like six hours later, a day later, you're like, Look, my previous video, I said the floor was like .002 ETH. Now the floor is like 0.90. You just made 700 bucks in six hours or whatever. And yeah. I remember you doing that. I was like, that's, that's, that's crazy. you know. And that's how you also gain people to go, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. And then they flood into your Discord and you're building that community. So what what's up with Icy Tools? How did you find it and, and how do you use it to your advantage? Like, is it just like how I said it? Like you just kind of play the game in
0: regards of? um so like uh so it depends on the market you're in right because like back then bro there was a time and I swear to god I'm not even bullshitting there was a time in the cannibals discord where I did I did 10 calls eight of them hit eight of them and bro I'm not talking about hitting for a little bit I'm talking about thousands of dollars like I had a I had a 16 year old kid in my discord that was following Like my place yeah he put in 300 bucks this kid made eight thousand dollars off one play yeah so it's funny and and um but again nfts were going like super i was super good i was like i I know the science i understand how it works like i'm fucking on it um and and there was a time where i was hitting bro i was hitting every single fucking collection i thought was like this is probably gonna pop off and it would it would um and right now it's a lot different. I can't say the, the bear market is so hard to predict. I can't even I've done so like give an example too. I've done maybe like five calls in the last couple of weeks and maybe only one hit and the rest fucking failed. And so it's hard. The market has changed a lot of the dynamic of what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but For me, like in my discord, if you own a cannibal v2 or an OG. I give you access to a bunch of tools in my Discord that allow you to see different things in it. So, like, I follow the top 20 most successful whales on ETH. And Uh, so, as soon as they start buying, you'll get notified. I'll give an example. What's the all-time high for Goblin Town? Fucking 70, 70, 90? 90, yeah. My whales started buying it at 0.04.
1: So you saw the signal. I was like,
0: okay, these guys are buying I didn't buy it. Yeah. I didn't buy it, but we had a, uh, I saw the day they bought it and I was like, that's kind of weird. And I didn't go into it. Um, But yeah, like everybody mm-hmm. and everybody, imagine you, and again, imagine you were just followed one time, bro. I, I'll give you one of my biggest fuck ups. Um, one time I remember I saw this collection called uh, Art of Seasons Tales. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that one. That TOS, I got to like an all time high of like two Ethereum. Yeah um i remember uh i called it out i told everybody like i'm going all in on this collection i spent like six thousand dollars to get it i had like eight of them it's called taos t-a-o-s um let me see if you can find it taos the art of seasons that's what it's called it's by dirty robot which is a famous uh nft influencer the art of the art art. yeah the art of seasons is it on twitter it should be. Let me see. I'm gonna try to look it up real
1: quick. But, oh, so Taos is the okay. Teo, the Art of Seasons. Uh, you found it? No, not yet. Not yet. I'm trying to figure out. Let me see. It. I like. That. Is it on a Open Is it a Solana project or? No, it's an a robot? Project. this project. Let me see. Uh, hold
0: on, I'm not even looking at that. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Like Where's
1: samurai. The There's like a samurai. Oh. Yeah,
0: that's the guy. Yeah. Okay. So that project, bro, I called it out on my Discord. I told everybody, like, I'm going all in. I'm going to go crazy on it. I bought eight of them, okay? Wow. I bought eight of them. I bought eight of them. I spent, like, six grand. And so what happened, it's funny, because so what happened, literally the day it revealed, it dropped, bro. I bought, like, all of them at, like, 0.1. And, and it dropped to, like, 0.04. And I was like, fuck, like, oh, man. Like, I just told my community to go all in. I fucking, I went all in on it. Like, I fucked up. And so what I did, my dumbass, I sold them all. I sold them all for a loss. I was like, maybe I'll get, like, two grand back. Fuck it, $4,000 loss. Not even a week later, them bitches are two each. And that I missed was out. He, it was, like, 3K? I missed out, bro, on $56,000. Oh. I, I, I just needed to wait one week. I just need to wait one week. And and so for me, it just kind of reaffirms like at least I know what I'm looking for. I understand yeah. the dynamic of NFTs. I understand what to look for. But again, it's 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 different buying in a bear than a bull. It's way Rex. different. I've come to realize that now because again, I look at projects and I'm like, is this gonna do well? I don't know, I don't know. But I do have a lot of good people in my on my Discord, like I have Victor, who does my ETH calls um he's done three calls and two of them have hit yeah. three mints, point zero nine. so i'm like okay cool like victor understands the bear market so i get i get people in my corner that are have better skills than me you know what i mean like better yeah maybe a detail and they come from different backgrounds and so like it just depends on where you're going but yeah man one time again that 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 time there was i was hitting everything but everything we were touching was turning into gold i was like damn Literally, bro, like I swear to God, it was not uncommon for me to make a twenty thousand dollar month just flipping. <laughs> like I was flipping twenty K months, like for three months straight. I was like, oh my God. Fucking this is the insane. And so um I, I should have what I should have done, which what most people should have done, but now it's like hindsight. I should have taken profits at my all-time highs. Then you have like the market crash and fuck that yeah. eradicated like 90 percent of what I had, bro. Literally like going from 30 40k to fucking 5k like damn all my shit's gone Just and that's the reality of a yeah. fucking bear market yeah yeah it's like fuck, man and then it's like all right well now you know right and 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 for i, I bankrupt, so though. What, <laughs> no for real bro and so what i appreciate about this what i'm so happy about this is okay now i know that Whenever the next bull run goes, take your fucking profits. (laughs) That's what I'm saying
1: now, bro. Bro, I'm getting killed right now. I'm getting killed right now because last year I was the let's go. Come on, keep it going, keep it going. (laughs) Don't sell, don't sell. Now I'm like, yo, take some profits, protect yourself, secure something. Just take some yeah. profits and people are like, no, you don't know. We don't know what you're holding. You don't know what you're holding. I'm like, dude, everyone said that to me last year. Everyone said that to me last year. Like, I know what I'm like. I've been through it. I've been through
0: holding a yeah, quant. And, 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 and I think it's also like a good opportunity because like, let's say you would have taken profits. If you still love a project, you could have bought buy 20 back, more of them. Buy
1: back in. And get triple what you bought initially. Like, yeah, you
0: know, and that's so what I'm like, saying. Like, take some
1: type of profits.
0: And so, like for me, it's it's a really good learning experience to be like, all right, like fuck it, you know, I don't really think it as a loss because now I feel like that's gonna set me it's up for lesson. future success.
1: Yeah, it's probably gonna make you even better. It's gonna make you better because you saw the, the the worst of it. You saw the worst yeah. of it, and you're like, well, this is not gonna happen again. And you know, your emotion is gonna completely be different. Like when it when when another project you're in goes to a floor of like three e, you know exactly what you're gonna do. You know exactly what you're gonna do. You just sit there and wait. Oh, wait, it might get to five. It might get to like nope. I'm up like 5 10x my money, I'm taking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever like you sell it, right? Or or whatever you flip it or whatever. And and that's what I've seen a lot of people were doing back then. They were flipping. Everyone was flipping and making money and then people were holding and then right when the crash happened, gone. You're All
0: gone, yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying like I had I was having great months and what I should have done is probably like Maybe if I made a $20,000. At, least half, a month, of it. At like, least half of it. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, okay, put 10000 in the bank and then 10000 reinvested and then make yep. money again and then reinvested. And I was like, nah, fuck that. NFTs are the all future in or nothing. The- yeah. But yeah. And which I do believe they are. It's just like now it has to, there has to be a new stage and evolution in it to get to the next era of it.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what's going to come next. We don't know what it is yet, just like the internet. Right, the internet, we started off with dial-up and everything, and then high-speed internet, and then social media came in
0: hey, and changed well, look, everything. A great, way to, a great way to look at it is PFP Market was developed in a bear market, right? Yeah, It was developed in the bear. So it's like, okay, what projects, what, who's innovating, who's creating, who's doing? Yep. And I mean, I think there's a lot of, wasn't Solana created in the bear market, if I'm not mistaken? I, I believe think so. Solano, there's like a bunch of really good, innovation that comes out of bear markets because you're forced to innovate. You're forced to create new shit that people don't know or heard of or have seen.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's that's the beauty of it. So when it comes to NFTs, like what is your do you have a favorite like network like layer one? Like do you like ETH more, like Solana more? Do you do you like like are there other are layer ones that you want to get in touch with like XRP or Avalanche or H bar or Kadena or Ada, and when if they finally get up the ground, like or do you, or you don't care, you just whatever's whatever's working right now or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's how I am. Like wherever the market goes, like if if everyone decides that next year XRP is the meta, then fuck, let's go to XRP. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not sticking to just one thing. I mean, we're on Solana we're on Ethereum, but I will Solana's, say this: yeah. as a creator standpoint, it is way better to launch on Solana because it costs mm-hmm. ten times less than ETH. Yeah. Yeah, probably like in. So I'll give you an example. Just in gas fees for me to transfer NFTs to people on ETH, probably I've probably spent about forty thousand dollars just on gas fees. Funny, yeah. Yeah, just gas fees. You know, how much <laughs> spent, you know how much you know how much I've spent on Solana? Probably like fifty bucks.
1: <laughs> that's like a ten thousand, five thousand percent difference. Like that's insane. Yeah, forty so Gs,
0: fifty bucks. bucks. As a creator standpoint, I think Solana's uh, like you're gonna save a lot more money, and it allows you to do more with less.
1: That's amazing. So after um, profile, what is it? Profile pick market, um, mm, PFP market, PFP market. What is next for you? Do you have anything planned next, or you're you're still winging it? You're so not winging it, but you're still let's 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 start building. Let's just keep going with what we're doing. Do you have any like what's your so the, overall our, goal?
0: So right now, I have PFP DAO, and the way I really want to set it up is, again, I always tell people, like, it's not the strongest that will survive, it's the ones most adaptable to change, right? Mm. If if the strongest survive, we'd still have dinosaurs. We don't have dinosaurs. What we do have is fucking cockroaches, and they were around in the fucking dinosaur era. And so the reason is because they're able to adapt and evolve with the current changing times. And so what I'm doing is this. I'm developing PFP market. I'm My focus is like, okay, sell this art. Sell this art, get money in, right? It's all about getting money into the door. And so once I have money in, then I'm going to look at the space and be like, where are we going? If it's not going anywhere, focus on selling art. All right, it's going somewhere. Guys, look, there's a new innovation that fucking XRP just created the new foundation for new NFTs and everyone's jumping on the train. Yeah. We now have $30,000 to play with. Let's fucking go that way. And, yeah. and that's what I mean able to adapt because and 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 I think that's where most people in the web space kind of fuck up too and and including myself is when you make a roadmap people expect you to follow that roadmap to the core even if it's not gonna succeed and to me I'm like well um I need to be able to adjust and adapt and if I don't we're just gonna run into a wall yeah And, and so for me it's really like I just look at it like what what's going on right now and what's working, right? Because the metaverse land, I mean, NFT worlds at one point was 16 Ethereum, right? We could have said like, oh, NFT worlds are the new meta. Now they're like probably yeah. like four or two. Each. And, and so it's kind of like if you, if you saw that. So I'll give you an example. Let's say I told my community like, hey, guys, we're going to go purchase an NFT worlds, right? What's it at right now? Let's check them out. Remember, um, that's their uh, coin.
1: I remember this thing was. Um...
0: So I'll give you an example. Let's say let's say I bought an NFT Worlds because I told everybody, hey, guys, we're going to do fucking, this is the meta, this is where everybody's at, blah, blah, blah. It would have probably been better for me to sell at 16 Ethereum and use those twenty, forty, a $100,000 to reinvest it in my company. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, guys, no, nah, let's fucking keep this. This is going to be the new meta. It's going to be forever. It's like, no, nah, well, there's probably a lot more. Like you could have even sold it and bought it back at three and we're still good. Now we got land and we got money. You know what yeah. I mean? And so that's how that's how I look at things. It's like, okay, what what works now and how can you evolve and adapt? And for me, what I think the next stage for us is the PFP DAO marketplace. And and once I start making a good concurrent revenue off of it, using part of those funds to navigate the space and then also feed it back into the ecosystems that have brought me up. Wow. This this is like.
1: This has potential too. And I think that when. No, oh, I think it's going to do great. Yeah. It's definitely.
0: But like, it's like, where can you put your money to work now and exactly. not later? Because it might kick off in a year, which yeah. it's like maybe. I mean, the NFT space moves uh, every day feels like a week. Yeah. Like, you know, like, if, and that's the thing too, like if you take a break, it, bro, I'll give you an example. If somebody as a founder, so I'm a founder, if for some reason I don't show up in the Discord for three days, rug. Okay. You rubbed us. Yeah, you're gone you for seventy-two hours. Yeah, like that way, like it's a fucking weekend, like you <laughs> know what I mean, like. And so the NFT space is like that. Yeah, the NFT yeah. like that, bro. You either show up or you, you're fucking gone.
1: And, they'll, and then they'll leave the Discord, move on. Like it's 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 like you're on your toes because they're 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 looking at you to build upon and, and fulfill your 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 obligations to to the roadmap, etc., to your project, to your vision, etc. So that's why one of the last few questions I have is you, you were mentioning the team that you had. So, like, the, the team that you've assembled, were most of these people, like, some of the people that you knew, obviously, like, in the real world, and then you took them on your journey with you? Or did you meet these people along the way? Like, how did that come about?
0: Um. So it depends. I usually seek people out. So I'll give you an okay. example. Um. I, I'm a graphic designer. I've been a graphic designer for 10 years. But I'm able to recognize when someone's better than me. Mm-hmm. and so i remember i was on tiktok i saw this guy doing some illustration right and he's fucking amazing this kid is a fucking beast i don't this kid never even stepped into the NFT space and i swear to god he would have been a fucking legend and i remember i saw his art and i was like damn this guy's amazing i reached out to him on on a dm on tiktok and i said hey would you mind remastering a piece i have and he's like oh sure um i think he charged me like 400 bucks 500 bucks i don't even remember but I, I paid him to draw one illustration, which was the Crypto Cannibals OG. yeah, Like, I have an illustration I did. And I told him, hey, can you do what I did, but in your style? And so he did. And and that, and I built off of that. And so a lot of the team members that are in my community are either I find them on TikTok or I find them on social media or they come in my Discord. So a lot of the, it depends, um, like the, the creative director for most of my projects, um, he's a friend of mine. Luckily, he's a friend of mine yeah um that lives in the same city well right now he's in la but he he used to live in the same city as me and he was really good at drawing like extremely good and i did the same thing i was like hey like you know you should get into nfts like i do this and this and that and like you do the art and i'll help you sell it and he's like all right cool and so now he does the art for me and i I market it wow so that's you just built
1: you assembled a team just from reaching out etc and then some people like you knew that's amazing because i always wondered i'm like most people have the problem right where they're getting into something like especially like uh, when it comes to like nft or crypto most people don't want to like learn about it or they have their own thing going on right your your friends that you grew up
0: with or whatever the case may be right and you're like hey i'm
1: doing this journey and most of them are like, probably like nah bro none of my I'm friends good. on my none of my friends own my
0: NFT bro yeah so, and I, i'm
1: like I, i'm like what like i'm building something here man you got to get into it you're, you're excited I as i am with crypto that,
0: like it's bro. And this is like taught me a lot. So I'll give you an example. When, when I was having those $20,000 months, I would tell my friends, bro. And these are friends that have seen me with absolutely fucking nothing. nothing these way. are friends that saw me with the negative 300 bucks with no money in my pocket, with nothing. And I would tell them, like, guys, I fucking made 20 K this month. Like, are you guys not fucking seeing what's going on? And they would, none of them, bro. None of them reached out to me after none of They didn't give a fuck. And I was like, all right, fuck it. It's because and, the cash wasn't there or because it was valued in the
1: NFT. What do you think?
0: I don't know, bro. I don't know. And I would tell them, I'm like, and I would tell them, like, you guys have the most fucking valuable missing link, and it's me.
1: You don't gotta (laughs) do anything else.
0: Like, you have access to the number one dude that is making this shit happen. Like, you can literally ask me, Hey, where should I do this? Oh, here, just do it there, right there. Literally, just copy paste, copy, paste. You don't got you don't gotta think, you don't gotta spend two days in NFTs, all you gotta do. Is spend five fucking minutes set up a fucking MetaMask and I'll do the rest. Exactly. And guess how many of them took up on my offer? Zero. None. No. None. None. The I only ones you. that took me the only ones that took me up on my offer was my fucking nineteen year old sister. She said she told me she was like she because she would see me and she would help me draw too, and so she was like, "I'm gonna give you four hundred bucks to like put in some NFTs." Well, she's made five k. You know what I mean. So the only one that took me up made money. I was like, oh, oh, "Yeah, good job. Bro. You're smart." <laughs> you yeah, there you go. Hey, the same genes, right? The same bloodline. Like, so she knows. <laughs> it's in yeah, so she took the risk like, and it's weird too. I get it. It's weird to like, and I get it because most of the, when I first started, people were like, "You spent two grand on a fucking JPEG. Like, what's wrong with you?" And then I'd be like, yeah, but I just flipped it for like six k or five k. Like
1: they don't. And they would say like,
0: how? I'm money, like, yeah. let me show you, bro. Like let me show you. <laughs> not fucking rocket science.
1: Did so like well, another thing I want to like this is just a piggyback off of that. So on top of that, right, the NFT space. When it came to TikTok, did any of them see you making content and they, what did they think about it? Because that was another thing that I was, like, dealing with, too, where I just started making TikToks, and I started screaming, and it started, oh, completely different to how I am, kind of like when I talk to people and express express knowledge. So when they saw your TikTok, your your first channel, the one that blew up, were they – was that something they took serious to you? Like, did they take it serious, or were they just like, were like, what are you doing on TikTok? Like Because that's the stigma, like, to to a lot of – now, before – well, obviously, Gary Vee said it. In the next few years, everyone's going to be on TikTok, whether as a creator or a consumer. But they're gonna be on TikTok right now. A lot of people were like kind of hesitant towards it. They're they're like stuck on Instagram, and they don't want to you know change over there. So when you were doing your TikToks, did you say I don't care who sees it? I don't care if any of my high school friends see it. I don't care if any of my family members see it. Like you didn't? Did you just shield that off and just started? Cause you said you were like you said you cried on 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 the camera. Yeah, yeah. you were raw, though. authentic. Like like that that didn't even bother you, huh? Like you didn't have no thoughts about it. Anyone seeing? <laughs>
0: nah i mean at first i did and that was that was where and see this is like a and this is i think this is huge alpha what i'm about to tell people right yeah i think it's huge alpha and if you really understand it and take it to heart you're going to be able to change your life in many ways um I, i used to be a perfectionist as much as i could so like if you look at my instagram and you look at my old feed they're all super nice pictures they're all choreographed perfected for everything the day that i said you know what I need to figure this shit out. No matter what, I don't give a fuck how I look, and 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 shit like that. I just went all in. Um, and so the day, and so what I would do, I got this strategy from my cousin. So my cousin has a TikTok that has about eighty thousand followers. Um, he talks about boxing, so he's all about like boxing and shit. And I remember I had like maybe a thousand, two thousand, and I asked him, I was like, "How did you get all those followers?" And he was like, "This is how I do it." If I want to make a video, I get the camera and I say, hey, guys, this is blah, 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 blah. And I fucking put it down and I, I move on. He's like, I don't think about it. I don't fucking look at the edit. I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. I just point the camera to my face. I talk about it and I move on. And so at first I was like, yeah, but you got to know what to say. He's like, no, you don't. You just, just post it and forget about it. Just post it and forget about it. And so how I started, I was like, fuck it. Like, Just talk about whatever the fuck's on your mind. And so I would literally, bro, I'd post, I mean, in the last four days, I've posted 50 TikToks. I saw. And, <laughs> I yeah, need to ask like, you about that after. <laughs> and so me. so I started doing that. I was like, fuck it. Just start posting a shit ton. Who gives a fuck if you look stupid? Because I'm self-conscious sometimes. Like, yeah. Not really anymore because I'm always on the camera. But, like, at first, I was like self conscious about it. Like, oh, you gotta have the right camera. You, look, you know, you're trying to get girls. Like, they gotta look at you looking good. Like, and then so I was kind of, I came from that like thought process. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck yeah. it. These girls ain't gonna help me get money. Like, I gotta do this myself. And so I just, again, I just fucking point that shit on my face and just start recording and not give a fuck. And literally, like, and bro, t- trust me, I have people, I have people talk shit to me on TikTok every single fucking day. I'm sure you get hate too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and again, <laughs> I think the secret is if you're able to build a brand and then build an audience off that brand and then sell to them, that's going to change your life. Exactly. If you're able to build a brand and the brand is you and people fuck with you, they like you, they know you and they trust you. And you have a product or service that you can sell. You're going to change your life. You're guaranteed almost six figures. I think for sure. If you know what you, I mean, if you fucking play it right, but, um, I think and it's cool, bro, because it sets you up. Like right now, like I've never made six figures up until last year. Last year was mm-hmm. the first year I broke through um, you know, trying to make six figures or whatever, and then I got it. And I was like, oh my god, a the formula. Next. Yeah. You know what the formula is? Post a million TikToks, create a brand. So <laughs> that's the that's literally the formula at least for me. That's the formula to make a hundred grand this year. Make a brand, create a TikTok, go all in, fucking try to amass as much people as you can to follow you. And then once you have this fucking huge crowd, create a product or service to sell to. I think it only takes, if I'm not mistaken, here I'll give an example. Let me see. Let me see. It takes 2380 people to uh to sell a hundred thousand at 43 dollars. Right? Cool. Depends you could even you could even break it down even less. Like yeah. you can do like let's say $13 a month and for me, I really like, uh, I, and I need to figure out how to set this up, but I really fuck with, um, uh, recurring revenue models. I think yeah. those are the best. Ones. Those are the ones that are truly golden, like, uh, Netflix, anything that people can subscribe to. And, and then even if it's bucks, yeah. they fucking pay it the next month, you're golden because all you're doing is amassing as much people to just go and subscribe as possible. And so like, let's say you have a $16 product let's say you get 5,000 people to just pay 16 bucks just to, and then all you got to do, and this is what people don't understand. And this is huge for people that are listening. All you got to do is make sure whatever product or service you're selling is worth more than $16. That's it. You got to just make sure that it would be worse if these people left and it's just 16 fucking dollars. Right. Yeah. So if you get $16 times, let's say 5,000 people, that's 80 grand a month. And I want you to think about that again. $16, 5,000 people. I can make a TikTok and this is what I mean. I can build a TikTok to to have 200,000 followers. And I can say, "Hey guys, I made a some random ass course that's fucking 16 bucks a month and this is what we do, this is what we provide, this is what we do." But obviously, you got to make sure that the product or service that you're providing is worth at least bare minimum bare bones the 16 bucks. Yeah. If you have an audience of like fucking a hundred thousand, at least a thousand, that's 1%. At least a thousand of them are going to be like, Oh, like I fuck with this dude. I've been following him for a while. Like 16 bucks. i not going to hurt. Now you've created a sick, probably even more. You have probably created a, a revenue of probably like 250,000 plus a year.
1: Oh yeah. That's what it takes. Simple. That's, that's all it is.
0: And that's, that's what you see. It- yeah. No, I was gonna say, and the and the secret is, the secret is building the audience. And how do you build the audience? You post the shits on the TikToks. You show up every day. You create the content. You provide value. Lives. Yeah. yeah, and and again, and yeah, you provide the value. And and I mean, and and if you want to kind of spin on the Andrew Tate stuff, that's what he does. He does fifty dollars a month. This guy makes like four million a month. That's just the- off of the. <laughs>
1: that was the last question I was asked because I was like. He's going. He's taking over the internet right now. He's all over the internet. And I remember, I saw your TikTok. You said you bought his course, and you have like, you have something that's like linked to your Discord, right? To where mm-hmm. it, it came from. Um, it's kind of like his uh, some something he you had access to, and he didn't have, or some a lot of people didn't have access to. It was like some yeah, I like, don't know why. tips or something a, like that. So um, yeah, I have access to his. So they're just
0: lessons. They're yeah, just, lessons. Like, lessons. It's, just advice it's literally like hey do this do this do this do this do this and i guess like new members that sign up don't have access to that i don't know like maybe i got lucky and i signed up at the right time but i have access to that and so i just copied it and pasted it in yeah. the the Discord. <laughs> that's awesome but so what's up with that
1: like the Andrew Tate thing what made you join it and what do you do what's your plans with that like like are you posting every
0: day like did he, what is he teaching you in there or what are you learning from in there like a lot so i'll give an example the very first lesson that he teaches is speed and so for me why, why do I go to a Gary Vee event? Why do I go to a Tony Robbins event? Why do I go to 10X Frank Cardone event? Because they're going to teach you applicable advice that you can then use to 10X your business and also creating a network of people that fuck with you, right? Yeah, That's all it is. And so for me, I I, 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 I haven't done anything in Andrew's Discord except for read the lessons. Yeah. That's all I did. I read the lessons. I even have them right here. So I have all the lessons written down that I, like all the valuable advice that I got, I, re- I wrote it all down. I wrote it down, and then I said, okay, I own an NFT business, right? I said, how can I apply my NFT business to the advice that I was given? Mm -hmm. And so I applied it right away, and probably, like, in two days, I made $1,500. Wow. Yeah, and so for me, $50 is worth it because... The advice that I was given is good. It's good shit. It's good shit, bro. And it's really smart. It's super smart. I know a lot of people are, like, against Andrew Tate because, obviously, he's very outspoken. And he, sometimes the shit he says is just really yeah. crazy. I think it's um, time but, I like Andrew bro. Tate. Yeah. No, I fuck with him a lot, yeah. bro. Like, and it's cool because, like, even for me, like, uh, there was a clip where, um, I don't know if you've seen the Aiden Ross interview. But he, yeah, he tells Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross asked him. He's like, hey, how do I get a, what's the fastest way to get a six-pack? Yeah. And Andrew Tate's like, why does it got to be fast? Why can't you fucking work for it? Why can't you suffer? Why can't you put in the time? He's like, that's your problem. He's like, that's why you're broken. He's like, you're looking for a solution when the solution is you working your ass off to get it. Mm -hmm. He's like, because if it was easy, everyone would have it. And that to me, to me, it's very inspiring because like I now seek that discomfort. Yesterday, I made a goal to post 20 TikToks. I didn't want to post 20 TikToks. I don't want to fucking sit for five hours creating (laughs) videos and editing. I don't want to do that. But then to me, like when someone like Andrew Tate says, like, you got to, and there's no fucking choice. And if you, and if you don't want to, then you're going to be a loser. That's it. And so to me, it's like, fuck that. I don't want to be a fucking loser. I want to be somebody in my life. I want to, and now it's like, it made me, it really, I swear to God, it made me like rethink, like, like shit that's hard. And now I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, what's hard? What What can I do to suffer today? Not in a bad way, but like, what can I do that? I know other people are probably not going to do, Um, you know, and it's funny because, Same people will say the same thing. It's just a different character. Gary Vee says the same thing. Work your ass off. Fucking 20 years of my life, 12 hours a fucking day, six hours a week. What does that mean? No partying, nothing. Get that that shit done. Fucking uh, David Goggins, you got to suffer. You got to put your mindset into it. You got to do that shit. I mean, look at all the stories of Kobe Bryant while everybody's out partying. What is he doing? He's in the the gym. gym. He's fucking working. He's fucking getting it. He's doing it. And it's the same message that Andrew Tate is saying, it, obviously just in a way more direct fucking style yeah. format. And so, so for me, like, and, and I fuck with Gary Vee. I love Gary Vee, but I also love fucking Andrew Tate. And I fucking love David Goggins. I love Joe Rogan. Ways. I love Grant Cardone. I love Alex Ramosi. I love Bradley. Like these are, and, and for me, like, that's where I'm at. I don't judge the teacher. Where Wherever I'm getting the knowledge is cool with me, as long as it's the truth. Yeah,
1: be a sponge
0: yeah absolutely and and yeah. and he, you know, he even says that in a, in a in a in an interview he's like if if mike tyson goes up to you and says you're a pussy and you can't fight and you get butthurt about it that's your problem it's fucking mike tyson get over it do something about it and it's the truth bro it's like you know and it's and you know why i feel like most people and and i and i'll tell you this is the truth because i did this too most people will not like his advice because they're speaking to them. They're speaking like you're the one that's not doing that shit. Yeah. It's you. And you get defensive over that. And I, how do I know that? Because it's me too. Because I want to seek, I want to seek the easiest route. I want the easiest shit. And then when he says like, you're a fucking bitch. Cause you don't want to <laughs> suffer. You don't want to yeah. do it. You don't want to. And you're a loser for that. And, you, like, and to me, that's like, you know, personal. instead of being like fuck this guy, instead of being like that, I just sit down and like, he's right, bro. Yeah. Why am I not pushing myself? Why am I not getting up? Why am I not getting after it? Why am I not? Why don't I have enough to take care of my? Well, I mean, I you know I take care of my family and shit, but like like I think of shit like that. I'm like, nah, like go do it. Suffer, figure it out, go through it, and then and, and it, it it motivates you to just fucking go into it like that. At it's, least for me, it does.
1: It's accountability. It like makes you think about accountability. Like I gotta hold myself accountable. No one else will. You have to do it yourself. You have to look, take a little step back, and say, what the hell? Am I happy where I am? Like. Is no one's fault but my own. Gotta get my ass up and take care of the situation. These are the cards that I was dealt. I gotta play them until I get a good hand, right? And and that's that's like one of the critical things that I've learned growing through, you know, i journey. I feel like the people that get it, that 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 understand what you are saying right now, they get it. And the people that don't, they're just gonna find an excuse. You're just gonna find yeah. an excuse to not hear it. No, no, you don't know. I have this happen to me. This, that. I am like, dude. there's people with way less stories than us that have made it. Way less, oh, you know, jail, evict, like getting evicted, living in their car, like so much stuff that's happened that they persevered. And they say, I want a better life. And like I said, the people that get it, they get it. And the people that just want to make excuses will never get it. They'll never get it because they don't hold themselves accountable. They're pointing their finger at other people. Who are you to say? Yeah. Who are you to judge me? I don't like Andrew Tate. How's he calling me a loser? And then they find up yeah. ways to bring him down. I'm like, this guy's successful. He doesn't he, he could be off the grid. You could be off the grid, yeah. living a comfortable life, but he's trying to help anyone who wants to listen. I Gary Vee too, you know?
0: Yeah, no, and, and, and again, it's it's the same teachers. Gary Vee's saving lives. When yeah. he makes content, you get off your ass and do it. David Goggins, Joe Rogan, T- Andrew Tate, bro. These people are literally changing lives and saving them because they're, they're inspiring young men to get off their ass and do shit and get it and Change go after it and chase your dream. And even though you're going to chase your dream, understand that it's going to be extremely hard extremely hard but fucking do it anyways (laughs) that's how i think
1: that's how we got to end it because i was just i'm like like, pumped, bro i really appreciate you for coming on this was amazing this was like i think people need to hear this during during times like this when people's portfolios are down people's nft projects are down like in regards of money people want to hear this don't give up don't sell at a loss, like, 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 and and get hurt and and, and leave the space and just all. Oh, I'm turn off my phone. I'm gonna turn off this and just go back to watching Netflix and going back and going out or whatever. Right, the, it's over. Don't have that mentality. I feel like you need to stay in this space. You need to continue to build and learn as much as you can. So when the rebound comes back, you're just ten times ahead of everybody that left.
0: Now's the time, bro. Now's the time. People are leaving. Now's the time. Yeah. Learn man. web development, get better at graphic design, fucking understand the Network, space, get in the yep. Do everything. Now's the
1: time. But yeah, I want to thank everyone who listened this far. I'm going to link Alan's, everything, all his links in the description below. I want to give a huge shout out to Alan for hopping on the podcast. It was a great podcast. This is like, this is fire conversation. I hope we do this again sometime. You guys need to follow him on TikTok, follow him on Twitter. I'll see you guys in the next episode.
0: Goes, appreciate you, bro. <laughs>